Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hi there, Nella. What's happening? Not much. I am anxious to bring another question to you from our loyal readers and listeners everywhere. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here it is. I live in Northern Virginia. Greenish-brown moss is growing in the lawn and killing my grass. How can I get rid of it before it takes over? Okay, if you're in northern Virginia, I'm going to guess your grass is either Kentucky bluegrass or tall fescue, both of which are cool-season grasses and stay green in the uh, winter. They're also green in the summer. But when you say that the moss is killing your grass, it's not exactly true. What's happening is that your grass is dying and the moss is an opportunist and just filling in the gaps. So now what you have to do is figure out why your grass is dying. I'll give you a couple things. First of all, grass does not like shade. It will not grow in shade. And there's no grass that's going to grow in shade. Moss will grow in shade. So typically, if you've been there a while, your trees have gotten bigger and the branches have spread more, you're going to get more patches of shade on your lawn and your lawn's going to start to thin out. And in those thin places, you can either get weeds or you can get moss. So make sure that you're getting plenty of sun on your lawn. Second thing for cool season grasses like bluegrass and tall fescue, very important to fertilize them twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall, because they make most of their growth during cool weather. And even though they might not be growing leaves above ground, they're going to be growing roots underground. And when you have a nice root system, it tends to fill in all those gaps. Now, with Kentucky bluegrass, that will spread by runners underground and by seed. With tall fescue, it doesn't spread underground at all you have to fill in all the bare spots by seeding it either in spring or the fall. So first of all, make sure it's getting plenty of sun, do a good fertilizer program, spring and fall. And then also make sure you're not mowing it too low. I would say the shortest you want to mow a bluegrass or fescue lawn is two inches. And I would say three inches is even better because when you mow these grasses too low, It stresses them out like crazy, and they start to thin out. You start to get bare patches, and then you start to get mulch. So if you'll just give it some TLC, follow these tips, I think you can thicken up your grass. Once you've thickened up your lawn, you're not going to have any more moss. That's great, Steve. I know this person is going to be thrilled to hear that. I'm hoping they're feeling a lot better than they were a few minutes ago. I'm sure they are.
Well, hey, Grumpy. Hello. Happy Saturday. Same to you. You know what time it is. Yes. It is time for Tip of the Week. (laughs) Okay. Our Tip of the Week. We are talking about pruning blooming shrubs. Pruning blooming shrubs. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) Oh, now everybody's panicking. No. Okay, there's a rule about pruning blooming shrubs, and it all has to do with what time of the year they bloom. Okay, so for things that bloom in the spring, like forsythia and azaleas and rhododendrons and lilacs and spirea and stuff like that, they bloom on the growth they made the previous year, and they set their flower buds in late summer and fall. So if you prune in fall or winter, you're cutting off all the flower buds and you get nothing, and you're real bummed about it. So the best time to prune shrubs and trees that bloom in the spring is right after their last blooms fall off. Then you can prune them back like you want, and you're not going to be hurting anything, and they'll have plenty of time to uh, grow during the summer and make lots of flower buds for the next year. Now, if you have something that blooms in the summertime, let's say like chase tree or crepe myrtle or say limelight hydrangea, some things like that, summer blooming shrubs basically bloom on new growth that they make this year. If you want to prune those, a good time to do that is either late winter or early spring because they haven't made any flower buds yet. So in the case where you feel like the shrub is growing, it's getting too big, it's got branches where I don't want, it's it's just looking kind of scraggly, you can renew that thing by pruning it down in late winter, early spring. It'll send up lots of fresh new growth and you'll get lots of flowers in the summertime, perhaps even into the fall. Okay, well, I have several of those plants in my yard, so uh, really, really good tips. Thank you, Steve. You are so welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash Ask Grumpy.